Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast, brought to you by Bob's Red Mill. Now, Bob's Red Mill makes it possible to eat healthy and cook delicious food, and this is really important for me, not just because I think about what I fuel my body with, but I think about the foods that I'm feeding to my boys, uh, my family, my friends, and that's why Bob's Red Mill always has a very prominent place in my own pantry. Every product is of the highest quality and is minimally processed from their stone mill in Oregon to your table. For me, it's really important to feel good about the food that I am putting into my body so I can feel great afterwards. If you are someone, uh, and, and maybe you know someone who has a gluten allergy or celiac disease, you can rest assured that all Bob's Red Mill's gluten-free products are processed in a 100% gluten-free facility to ensure no cross-contamination so you can feel safe and confident with your sensitivities or sensitivities of your family members. It doesn't matter if you're catering to a paleo, gluten-free, or vegan diet. With Bob's Red Mill, you're not just getting quality, you're getting flavor-packed, healthy food that actually tastes amazing. So what are you waiting for? Visit bobsredmill.com today. All right, I am John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, because today we are going to breathe some new life into one of the coldest, darkest reaches <laughs> of the kitchen, the freezer. And, you know... If you're a certain age, like like myself, then you might have a nostalgic kind of pang for for frozen dinners, let's say, and and just the thought of it gets a nice Salisbury steak gets my mouth watering a little bit. <laughs> More importantly, that that uh, the the apple cobbler that used to come in there, and it's just like the foil wrap thing. You put it in the oven, and you know, twenty thirty minutes later, however long it took back then. Um, you have a nice, hot, delicious meal, and you had all the sides there. We know now, what we didn't know then, is that it's not the most nutritious option, right? right. And I'm sure, you know, you grew up on, on some of these. Did you have any favorites? A few of these. I, you know, I'm shocked. We Actually, we didn't have more frozen meals growing up. You know, I had a family of seven, and my mom was really good about getting a meal on the table every night. But we did have, um, you know, fish sticks, yep. uh, chicken nuggets, definitely always Eggo waffles. For breakfast and and I would beg her for those kid cuisine meals of the 90s and even she knew she knew she said no and I, I'm sure I threw a fit back then but you know it was for good reason I guess when it came to the freezer for for breakfast in my household growing up it wasn't Eggo waffles what? it was the uh, toaster strudel pastries, oh yeah oh right? yeah I'm sure yeah I we mean, had those too come on you, anything that you can squeeze the icing on oh, yourself yeah. and then like you would so warm you'd spread and... it to try and get as much coverage as humanly possible like how much how much icing can I actually like grind out of this little packet uh, that was that's that's right. not necessarily a breakfast of champions but it was a breakfast for for John Hammond in, in the early days right um, now, the scariest thing that you ever found in a freezer, like, cause it's one of, like I said, it's one of those dark places where th you have a great idea. You're like, you know what? Like, I'm going to put this in there. I'm going to eat it at some point in time. And then you realize you can't put anything more in your freezer. Like you ever pull anything out and you're just like, Ooh. uh, well, the, the top layer of my wedding cake. Uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> we you didn't, wait, you didn't go that. back to that like no, a year later? Freezer burn. Oh. No, it was really bad. And then, um, I'm a big Pat LaFrieda, a burger patty girl, and, mm -hmm. and and I'm so sad about this, but I ordered so much of steaks and burgers, and I put them in it, and they were just past their point, and it was sad because I really let them go to waste, which I'll never do again. Yeah, same here. What it's, about you? it's burger patties. Yep. Um, because you like 
we're a family of four and maybe the kids don't eat a burger and like you buy like an eight pack or a six pack and it's like those two extra burgers. Yeah. You f- it feel like if I put them in the fridge, I'm not eating burgers again in the next like few days. So there's no point in letting them just like brown and waste in there. So I have the genius idea. I'm going to wrap these up, put a date on them, put them in the freezer, but then they get piled under yeah, because get- it's a bottom load freezer, right? So they just get like stacked down and then you go cleaning out and you're like, oh, these burger patties, I wonder if these are still, no, uh, they're definitely no, not. No, no, no. That's you not a nice color. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with, with individual chicken breasts. Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. it comes out and you're just like, that's not, no, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that to yourself. Now is, those are the, the scary aspects of the freezer, but you know, and we've mentioned this before, you know, the freezer is a place for, for both of us where we, we have some staples, right? And what's the, is there, is there a go-to like something, if you, if you open your fridge on any day of the week, any month of the year, what's going to be in there? Like what's on the top, that top layer of your, of your freezer drawer? Up there, always bags of frozen fruit. Fruit, right. Um, usually natural like fruit popsicles, probably ice cream as well. Always ice for cocktails, smoothies, and drinks. Um, and then I definitely, there are some go-to quick and easy meals that I count on. I love, I'm a fan of Amy's brand. And mm-hmm. I also like Trader Joe's. So they have some great like grab and go entrees, like the chicken tikka masala I'm a fan of. And um, if I'm going to do waffles these days, I don't do Eggo. I'll do like Kashi multigrain waffles. And um, I know you're a fan of Vans brand, which yep. we'll talk about. It's so there up. are, yeah, I love weekend waffles. You yeah. can't feed it. Always waffles in, in the ham and freezer, mm-hmm. especially because I do have two young boys. Um, I actually, as I was saying before, I had, had two waffles myself this morning because I was, it was one of those moments where I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm rushed and I know yeah. I got to go and catch a train and I don't have time to really kind of, you know, make a, a bowl of oatmeal. So two frozen waffles in the toaster, some natural peanut butter, a sliced banana and a drizzle of honey on there. And I feel like I'm getting a good start to the day. I, there's no guilt involved and it was fast and convenient. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's a great example where fast food doesn't have to be bad for you. Mm-hmm. There doesn't have to be this kind of pang of guilt that comes along with a, with a quick fix meal. Um, and, and and you'll see that later when we talk about some of these some of these new exciting foods that are that are lining the freezer shelves in supermarkets these days. It's really amazing because a recent study found that 26% of U.S. consumers are shopping the frozen foods department more frequently than they did a year ago. And all generations, you know, boomers, Gen X, millennials, uh, reported buying more frozen food. But the increase was driven in large part by the millennials. Love it. 40, 43% of whom said they bought more frozen foods compared to last year. So, you know, there's there's a little more love coming to the freezer section, which is kind of interesting and, and, it's, and why it makes such a great topic for a show today, because as we'll see, there are a ton of exciting new products, as, as exciting as a freezer section can section be, can be <laughs> right? Um, but it's, you know, especially for, for like us, you know, we talk about the foods that we grew up with and, and you know, what was in the freezer. And I think about you know, I was at the store this weekend and, and I went to stock up on more frozen waffles. And you take a little more time walking the freezer aisle, or at least I do, than you used to because you know that there are those things there. I, I stock up on frozen veggies all the time, mm-hmm. frozen peas. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia Tarantino, one of the editors at, at Eat This Not That, gave me a great tip. Always keep frozen peas on hand, throw them in pasta sauce, throw them over pasta, and you get a nice extra dose of, of protein mm-hmm. with that meal. And, you know, one bag get you get you two two uh, two pasta dinners, let's say. So that's great. Uh, now you can buy uh, frozen bags of brown rice or quinoa, which is already made. You don't have to go through the process of making that. Mm-hmm. And frozen veggies, frozen frozen fruits, as you yeah. as you mentioned, which are great to put in oatmeal before you put it in the microwave or in a smoothie. Yeah, absolutely. They right. do um, frozen riced cauliflower. I'm a big fan of as well. I Same. get that at Trader Joe's, and I sub I sub out that for rice in a ton of different meals and bowls. And, and what's nice is like, those are all individual food products for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we're going to talk about some of the some of the meals and some of the other things that are that are replacing my Salisbury steak days. Um, <laughs> and what's great is that these products are actually they're getting better. The health and nutrition are always a factor into into frozen meal sa- uh, into frozen meal sales. Uh, the study found among the top attribu- attributes shoppers look for were no antibiotics and hormone free. Uh, th- that led the way at seventy six percent, and that was followed by all natural and sustainable. And then low sodium. And what's great is like all these meals are, are really kind of moving in that direction. And the freezer is a place where you're going to get a little more shelf life without all of the added preservatives. Which which is interesting because back in the day, I feel like frozen foods in general were known for tons of sodium. Yep. Like, you know, 60, 70% of your day in one meal. And why? It's frozen. You don't need all those preservatives. Just pop it in the freezer. So now it's amazing that there's a lot more all-natural options out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I wasn't eating a Salisbury steak, it was probably a, a French bread p- pizza, which is just like a, it's like eating a diving board. Right? I don't know was, if I've ever had Salisbury like steak. Am I missing out? On, on the crust. It was, you haven't had Salisbury steak? No. Ever, like a hungry man Salisbury steak dinner no, with I've the gravy? I've seen them with the red oh. box that used to scare me when I took oh. it, but maybe I'll go home and get one. I don't know. Probably I mean, not. <laughs> it was really, it was all about the, I, I think they, they probably called it an apple cobbler and it was basically just, it was just all sugar. Yeah. Um, and it was just like some kind of fine ground, crusty kind of apple syrupy concoction in one of those little side yeah, so pockets. That sounds good to it me. It was so warm. And it was like if you took a McDonald's apple pie and oh, cracked yeah. it open, it was kind of like that. So that was pretty good. It was, so you know, that was the side. You just had to get through steak. the steak yeah. to get to that. <laughs> okay. Um, and now before we get to these foods, um, you know, you like you like a good food truck, right? Oh yeah, I love food trucks. Some love... of the best foods right now are from food trucks. That's right. There's like a food truck renaissance, um, among other things. Yeah. And one of the hottest places for food trucks is actually uh, in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon actually has a, a network of 600 food carts that the city is actually renowned for. They are actually grouped into pods throughout the city. You can and you can go to different areas, and there'll be a little pod of food trucks so you can try a different variety of That's things, so cool. which is which is great. And one of the other great things about Portland, Oregon, is beer, right? Craft breweries. Mm-hmm. It, believe it or not. Portland has more breweries and beer pubs than any other city on the planet. Like, wow. Not just the U.S., but like the, the planet Earth. It's, there's, there are 76 in the Portland metro area. And while certain U.S. regions are known for particular types of beers, Portland's breweries tend to be a little more experimental and varied. There's uh, Ex Novo Brewing. Uh, it's a, actually a brewery, a brewery that donates 100% of their, of their profits to local and global causes. Breakside Brewing and Windmer Brothers. And then it's not just the beer, but in nearby Willamette Valley. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Some of my favorites are from there. Which is which is amazing. So that's all the food and tasty drinks that you can have while you're in Portland, Oregon. But it's not just about that. They actually have 5,200 acres. Portland's Forest Park is one of the largest urban forests in the United States. With more than 80 miles of groomed trails, fire lanes, and forest roads, Forest Park is the perfect excursion for anyone looking to hike, bike, run, bird watch, anything that you want to do outside, it's a great place to do it. And visitors feel as though they're miles from civilization, but they're right in the middle of the city, which is kind of spectacular. So if you're looking for an adventure, delicious food, good beer, tasty wine, what else could you want, really? Visit TravelPortland.com and start planning your trip. You can in Portland. Hi, this is Jim Miller. Available now, Origins, Chapter 5, Sex in the City, Present at Creation. Featuring Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, Cynthia Nixon, Chris Noth, and others from the seminal series, now marking its 20th anniversary. The first day of production of the series, I walked a couple blocks to the set, and I never looked back. 
We're going to throw a spotlight on the show's earliest days in an effort to understand how it all got started and some of the craziness from there. Sometimes women are having sex that's really horrible and that they don't even want to be having. You know, it was a shock to the system and a lot of the critics were just like, what the heck is this? I mean, the whole Mr. Big thing has got real leg to it, (laughs) for better or worse. Join us for Origin's deep dive into Sex in the City, this story behind the show that revolutionized the adult sitcom and reimagined the eternal search for lust and, of course, love. They were like, let's just make a show. If we all are happy, we'll do more. Get it now on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. All right. Let's dive into the let's dive into the freezer let's section. Let's it. get to the good stuff. And 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 again, as as I kind of mentioned earlier. All these products are, are, are pretty new. Some of them are so new that they're just hitting full distribution uh, in grocery stores now. And some of them were, were introduced earlier this year. But all of them get the stamp of approval from Eat This, Not That. These are all great options to have in your freezer at any time, whether it's a, you're in a quick pinch for a meal like I was this morning, or you just don't feel like making something, right? You mm-hmm. just I don't feel like dirtying dishes and going through that process. 20 minutes and I just want, I don't want to feel bad about what I eat. So let's dive in and let's get started with breakfast. I mentioned waffles. This is actually what is in my, my freezer yeah, right now. What it, you actually ate this what morning. What I actually ate this is, morning. Which is great. You so were getting ready for our it's podcast. Not just the, it's not just the eat this, not that stamp of approval. It's my stamp of approval. If anybody cared. Um, these of are, course. these are Vans power grain waffle. It's about three bucks for a box. And what's great about this is that two waffles uh, delivers 200 calories, which is not bad, seven grams of fat and only 0.5 saturated fat there, very low sodium at 170 milligrams, 26 grams of carb, a gram of fiber, only six grams of sugar, but 10 grams of protein. And what's nice is a whole grain waffle, 10 grams of protein. Again, if you add some natural peanut butter like I did, a banana and some, some honey, you're not really doing a ton of damage there. And it's not one of those breakfasts where you're going to feel the crash afterwards. Yeah, the slump after. So that's great. And another great, great, you know, if you're not a waffle person. Well, another great option is flapjacks. Flapjacks. Griddle cakes, hot cakes, pancakes, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Kodiak brand cakes, power flapjacks. They're actually coming to market this summer. So look out for them in your freezer aisle. But you can stack three flapjacks and it will only, it's only 190 calories and two grams of fat. Low sodium as well, 30 grams of carbs, and 14 grams of protein, which is, which is great. That's Good amazing. protein fix in the morning. And that's why they're power flapjacks. They're I mean, you pack powerful. in the protein. Yeah. And if, if, there's, if, there's a, if there are nutrients that you want to make sure you have at every single meal, it's protein, mm-hmm. a healthy fat, and fiber. Because those are the things that are going to keep you satiated. And, and it's so important in that first meal of the day, because that's going to set the tone for the rest of your day. And if you eat an empty calorie breakfast... And that breakfast is at eight o'clock. By nine thirty, you're just you're off the walls, and you're looking for some form of of nutrition. Your so, your body needs sustenance. And then by eleven, you're like hangry and That's right. going crazy. And you haven't even and you haven't had lunch yet. Yeah. And you're gonna and you're more likely you're more likely to eat a larger lunch because you're hungry, even though you've consumed calories. Like it's not that you haven't had calories; you just haven't had n- the nutrition. Right. Nutrition. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are not empty calories. This is actual, you know nutrient dense breakfast good way to start start your day if you if you're in a pinch um, or if you're not in a pinch for that matter now if you move on to lunch and there's some really this is this is where things get get pretty exciting because there's this uh, there's this line called grainful mm-hmm. and there's a couple options that are really special but what's what's great about the grainful products is that um, whole grains again packing fiber packing the healthy fats packing the the protein they don't pack in the sodium 
Nice. Right? That's important. All natural ingredients, um, not a lot of preservatives. So this is a really great healthy dose of food. You take something like the, the Grainful Ranchero Chicken, which is about five bucks for, for a box, and uh, one entree will get you 280 calories, nine grams of fat with just one gram saturated, only 470 milligrams of sodium. For a frozen, now for a frozen dinner, that is minuscule. 37 grams of carbs, which is 7 grams of fiber and 6 grams of sugar, and then 17 grams of protein. Now that's packing as protein. That really is. So if, you're, if you you know, eat lunch at the office, you have a microwave at the office, you have a fridge and a freezer at the office, this is the perfect kind of thing to kind of pack in there. If you don't have time to, to properly pack a lunch and you know, get it all set up and cordoned off with like your fresh fruits and veggies and grains and mm -hmm. make a sandwich or, or whatever it is, you know, this is a great thing to kind of have handy in the, in the work freezer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm interested to try their vegetarian chili, which is also made our list. Mm -hmm. um, I love to make chili at home, but by the time you buy all the ingredients and let it sit in the slow cooker forever, it's, it's a labor of love. Um, so Grainful offers a vegetarian version that's just about five bucks as well for 270 calories, only eight grams of fat and 11 grams of protein. So you get all the protein from, I'm sure, all the beans and, and, and vegetables packing the fiber. And I love vegetarian chili, actually. I just made the switch um, late last year. I always did like a, like a ground beef mm -hmm. or, or then I switched to ground turkey in my chili. And then, you know, at the end of last year, switched to just, you know, like a three bean chili. Mm -hmm. Re removed the meat for, for uh, I think we added black beans um, and, uh, to the navy and, and the white, or to the white beans and the red beans. And um, it's, it's equally as filling, of course, because the beans are just packing protein and fiber. But it's just, it's less... Oily, greasy. Got that, it. You know yeah, I mean? just, yeah. The grease sometimes the, goes like, on top, especially the like you see it the next day, like when you pack it <laughs> yeah, and you exactly. you bust it open for like dinner two days later, and you open it and it's just like, like a, uh, a do I mix this oil in? Do I sop it up? <laughs> um, so so veggie chili is is a fantastic option. I, I too love making a good batch of veggie chili, but I don't love the way my house will smell for the rest of the evening. Unfortunately, going to bed smelling like you know garlic and whatever else, um, whatever you put in your chili. So so again, if you don't want your whole house to smell like chili for for an afternoon or an evening. This is another great option. Drive the they, dogs crazy too, right? Well, yeah. We both have dogs. <laughs> I mean, everything drives my dog crazy. Yeah, you think you never get fed. <laughs> um, and then Grainful also has a jambalaya. So if you're looking for something, again, a little more adventurous and, and uh, regional, $4.99 for this one as well. 350 calories for an entree, 14 grams of fat. So a little more fat on this side with four and a half gram, grams of saturated fat, 40 grams of carbs, seven grams of fiber, and five of sugar, 16 grams of protein. So again, three really good options. Again, if you need a quick lunch, uh, or this could be a dinner as well. I mean, we just have it set for lunch yeah. because why not? You know, it's, it's an easy thing to pop into a microwave at an office. Um, now dinner. Dinner, you, you might have a little more time. You might not be looking for that, that one whole meal kind of package, maybe a couple different things. And there's some great options there as well, right? Let's start off with some, some chicken, not the chicken patties that I dug out of my freezer. You know, these are, <laughs> these are, these are probably a little more a little more fresh, especially if you're if you're just buying them now. But Tribali Foods Chipotle Chicken Patties. These are great uh, for eleven ninety nine. I think it's a package of uh, four pa four patties, and one patty has one hundred and forty calories, just four grams of fat, um, three grams of carbs because it's a chicken patty, and twenty two grams of protein. Nice. And what's great is like you take that out and you cook that, and then you can have another side. If you, if you're at the grocery store, you could buy a nice healthy salad, you know, or just make your own healthy salad. Some some arugula or spinach, maybe a little avocado throw some chickpeas or, or some tomatoes in there and that's a and that's, that's a whole meal right yeah. there and you've got your veggies and, and a good source of protein 
And speaking of veggies, um, Green Giant actually, what, what's amazing is they now have the spirals mm-hmm. that are frozen. So uh, years ago when spiralizing vegetables was all the rage, I got a spiralizer and, I, and it's a lot of work. It's fun, but it's a lot of work. And now you can find fresh spirals in your, in your um, supermarket. And also Green Giant does frozen veggies. They do zucchini, carrot, butternut squash, beets. So convenient. So obviously it's a substitute for pasta or you can do it as a side dish and they're really versatile. So definitely check those out. And what's great about these is, is as you said, spiralizing sounds like a great idea. Right. But then like I tried to actually had a spiralizer once. I couldn't even put the thing together. Yeah. It was just like all the all the parts were all over. I was like, this is ridiculous. It's, it's a lot of work. And then I and then I went to my local grocery store and they had like the pre-spiralized yeah. vegetables. So I was like, well, there that's that's it. And they're like perfect spirals too. Perfect like, spirals. This is great. The only downside is that if I if I you didn't use them that night, then they yeah, weren't going to hold very mm-hmm. very long. So so having a frozen option is great. The other thing that I that I really like about spiralized veggies is that the kids are so curious about them, mm-hmm. and if. If you have kids, you know how hard it is to get kids to eat things like like veggies and sometimes fruits. So for the kids to say like, I want to try those, you know, sweet potato noodles or zucchini noodles. Yes. Yeah. Like a hundred, a hundred times. Yes. Try whatever you try. Spiralized beets all for it. Like yeah. however, however you want it. We'll throw it in a salad. We'll throw it. We'll throw it with some little sauce on there or even just a little bit of, um, you know, a uh, little tiny bit of butter and some Parmesan. Yeah. And they're pretty. Like they're so colorful. Right. And so kids, I'm sure, also like eat with their eyes first. They want colorful, fun foods. And it's a great garnish. Things to top, put on top of um, your plate as well. And now another thing that, you know, is is good for you, you know, it's one of the things that you say, I, I probably need to eat more of this. But again, it's one of those things that is just can be kind of a pain to, to deal with, uh, can certainly stink up your, your kitchen, depending on how you're cooking it. But it's it's fish, it's salmon. And Fish People uh, has a great meal, frozen meal. It's Fish People Meyer Lemon and Herb Panko Wild Alaskan Salmon. Now, what's great about this is that these are all U.S. caught salmon. So mm-hmm. the sourcing is, is very, it's very sustainable. It's local. You know, you know where it's coming from. There's, there's not a lot of curiosity or wonder as to like where this is. That's so where important this is coming with from. fish. And with fish, it's critically important. Yeah. Salmon is such a great source of protein, but also the healthy fats that, that, your, that your body and your brain really needs. Um, and again, it's, it's a little bit goes a long way. A little, a little cutlet can, can fill you up for a while. And one filet... Um, with the with half the toppings that come along with the kit, the the Meyer, you know, the Meyer lemon and, and herb panko kit, uh, so a fillet with half the toppings comes in at 240 calories, 10 grams of fat, 250 milligrams of sodium, nine grams of carbs, and 27 grams of protein, which is a lot of protein. And that's you know because you're only you, you you can only handle so much protein at one meal. So like to have something that's 40, 50 grams of protein, unless you're like a professional bodybuilder, right. you probably don't need that. So 27 grams is, is coming in on the high side of where you want to be, but that's that's great. That's exactly where you want to be. Like 10, 15 grams is solid, but 27 grams, that's enough protein. That's nice. Um, and then chicken pot pie has come a long way as Who well. Who doesn't love chicken pot pie? I know they're I mean, so good. Um, but you know, years ago, the only options probably weren't as healthy for you as even today. Yeah, it's, even it's today, one, this is one of those things where you you have to be careful. You do have to be careful. Um, Blake's brand makes an all natural chicken pot pie that we're big fans of. So one entire pie, and you know, they're so satisfying and they're filling and they're delicious. One pie is only three hundred forty calories, eighteen grams of fat. 32 carbs and 13 grams of protein. 
It's a great option. It's a great option, especially because, and where you have to be careful is there is a there's a variety of of chicken pot pie, uh, frozen chicken pot pie that is definitely a not that when it comes to eat this right. not that. And you, this is why you have to look because if you look at the packaging, you'll see that it's two servings. Yes, right. They sneak you with it's two that. servings. Yeah, so so you look at the, you look at the nutrition. You're like, oh, it's just like you know, comes in at just under 500 calories. Yeah. But that's not for the pie. Who doesn't eat the whole who thing? Splits, who yeah, who splits a chicken pot pie? Nobody. nobody does that. Like you, you can't even cut it in half and like no, no that's a, that's a mess. No. You're eating that whole pot pie, and if you eat that whole pot pie, you're coming in at a thousand calories. No. Plus, you're doubling the sodium, you're doubling, doubling the fat. That's all listed right there. So you think you're doing yourself a, a good thing. In hindsight, it's not a great thing. This is a much better option. The fact that that things like this are hitting the freezer shelves that you can you can eat the whole pie. You don't have to worry about splitting the pie because nobody does that. Nobody. Eat the whole pie and not worry about it. And then you save room for dessert. Of course. I mean, because who's not? I mean, if you didn't save room for dessert, like I'm having dessert. Um, I always have room for dessert. Always. You always make room for dessert. Of course. So Arctic Zero is a, is a great brand. They have uh, this light ice cream, the vanilla bean light ice cream. It's about $5.99. And a half cup serving, which is pretty good, pretty good serving, gets you 70 calories, a gram of fat, 70 milligrams of sodium, 14 grams of carbs, just nine grams of sugar, and two grams of protein. So again, that's a half cup serving, 70 calories. If you tack on a little bit more, if half cup is not enough it's for not you, terrible. which is not for me, um, it's, it's not going to crush you. And they have great flavors, vanilla bean, uh, mint chocolate chip cookies, That's light my ice go-to. cream. There it is, right? I, I want to try this one. I haven't had it yet, but this mint is chocolate is ones, my yeah. go-to. And uh, cookie, cookie, uh, cookie and brownie dough, light ice cream, and chocolate chunk light ice cream. Those are a lot of great options if you're if you if you need an ice cream fix, but you don't want the ice cream guilt that comes along with it. Um, what's next on our list is really interesting sounding to me. It's called Yasso Pistachio Brittle frozen Greek yogurt bar. So I'm a big fan of popsicles, bars. Mm-hmm. I know they make some great like Greek yogurt bars. Pistachio brittle. I love pistachio. So I'm very interested to try this product. I'll probably run out right after we stop recording <laughs> today. Um, one bar will only set you back 90 calories, one and a half grams of fat, 15 carbs, and five grams of protein. That's great. Five yeah. grams of protein in a dessert. Yeah. Right? And they uh, and there's also a fudge brownie frozen Greek yogurt bar. Again, Greek yogurt. Everyone, it's one of those things that is having a, having a moment. You, everyone's looking for Greek yogurt. It, one of those things you have to be careful of because you get the fruit mixed in all that. You all know, it can really sugar. pack it. So if you think about it, you know, you've got a dessert here that's that's coming in at about 13 grams of sugar with these with these both varieties of uh, that we talked about here the the fudge brownie, uh, frozen Greek yogurt bar as well as the pistachio, brittle one, and at 13 grams. You could get a Greek yogurt from the dairy aisle and think like I'm having Greek yogurt and it's got blueberries and strawberries and this is fantastic. That could have double the sugar, mm-hmm. right? And that's not dessert. Like yeah, you think you're eating that for like fun. a healthy snack. Yeah, it's more so, fun to eat a pop. Way more fun, <laughs> especially because it's actually getting warm out. Um, so there you have it. Throw on your parka and dive into the freezer section at your favorite supermarket and check out some of our favorites, as well as some of the other new and tasty frozen foods that are hitting the shelves there. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and like it enough to leave us a rating and share it with some of your friends that may also love getting a healthy dose on the best ways to navigate the hundreds of food decisions each and every day. Also, for even more of an insider scoop on the best foods to eat, no matter what the situation, be sure to visit our website, eatthis.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at eatthisnotthat. And now, you can even subscribe to our new Eat This Not That magazine. Just go to the subscribe button on our homepage to find out more. More importantly, let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'll tackle them here for you so you can be confident that you're making the right choice every time. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll hope that you'll join us again for a city stream of fun, informative, and mind-blowing food knowledge from me, John Hammond, Megan Murphy, and a bunch of experts and guests that will help you eat this, not that. <laughs> <laughs>